0: Well, when you connect with human souls, readers turn into fans and friends, and that's when consistent income begins. That and so much more. But how do writers connect with readers? That is the question this podcast aims to answer. My name is Kristen Spencer, and this is the Expensive Words Podcast. Welcome to the sixth class of the Writing 101 series. Today we're going to talk about... How to Keep Going, and that might sound kind of vague, but I'm going to explain to you two ways that you can keep going when you're writing and you feel absolutely totally stuck. All right, so the first thing I want to talk about is a conversation I had with Maria uh, last week, and we were talking about the worksheets that we lovingly made for you, which you can find the worksheets once again at LiterarySymmetry.com WTPR F. And that will take you to a set of free fiction worksheets that you can use to help you as you're going through this process in the Writing 101 course uh, to get from a very vague idea of the story you want to tell to having your character, your character arc, your plot. And uh, we're going to talk about in the next episode your setting and your world building. But before we get to that, you need a map. Why? Maria was like, hey, uh, don't you think that people will argue that this is just an extra step when they already feel really intimidated about writing in the first place? And I was like, no, I don't think that. Uh, But maybe she's right. Maybe you would say that to me. So I'm going to tell you why it's important that you actually do what I'm saying and you fill out the the worksheets. And remember, they're free. They're free. I made them for you for free. And so why would you need to do that? And I I remember talking about uh, when I was rowing. I talked about that uh, at the beginning of this series. And I would count where I was meter-wise in my race because it's a race of 2,000 meters. And I would think, okay, this is how much longer I have to go. And in the middle of the race, uh, at, like in between the middle toward the last quarter, I f- you hit this thing and they call it the wall. And the same is true when you're writing. You need notes from the past. But you don't have a time machine, right? You can't go back in time. Or if you do have a time machine, call me and we'll have some adventures, okay, or email me. You can go to ExpensiveWords.com, click on Email the Host, and we'll go time traveling together. All right? Uh, (laughs) But so we can't go back in time. So what do we do? Well, we write ourselves notes when we're starting out to – you're writing your future self a letter that says – This is the direction we wanted to go in when we first started this story. These are the things that were important to us about this project. And now that you're in the middle of it and you've kind of uh, hit that wall where you feel like I can't go on anymore, I've forgotten what the point of this project was, you have the worksheets. And I would say you should go one step further than that and you should write your future self a letter. This is what my letter to myself would be like, okay? Because I'm working on... Uh, the time portal right now. And I would tell myself, even though I'm, I'm not in the middle yet. Okay, but I'm already just like, I have a lot going on. And I haven't had dedicated writing time every day, which is rough. Uh, And I know a lot of you are in the same situation. So this is the letter I would write to myself, I would say, Dear Kristen, this story is going to be really awesome. And you will finish it. And the things that you really care about in this story are is that you have readers who you know will love it and they're going to love you for writing it and also these characters are awesome, and some of these characters you've been building their backstory for years, so aren't you excited that you finally get to use some of these characters? And remember that at the end of the book, you're going to be able to use all the characters you've been waiting to use. And this book will actually probably be something that you can market well (laughs) because this was a right-to-market project that you're doing. And you're pushing yourself in ways you haven't pushed yourself before. And that means you're going to learn things from this project that you didn't know. And that's super valuable. And I know that when you're finished this book is going to not only be a proof of concept that you can write a compelling slash awesome story but it will remind you that you can do it because you haven't written a fiction book that you've tried to sell in a while and you really need this and i'm here past Kristen. i support you keep your goals the same remember tyler is a big marshmallow And Enzo and Himona are really awesome and adventurous. And these characters are all strong. And they can help the beings they've been sent to help. Just like you can help the writers that you've been sent to help. I think that was pretty good. I mean, maybe when I'm... (laughs) Yeah, so basically, I'm going to use this as my letter. I'll come back to episode 44 of the Expensive Words podcast and be like... Okay, I need to listen to myself telling me that this book is going to be awesome. So you should do that for you. You should write your future self a letter reminding them why you're working on this project, reminding them uh, why it is so important to you at the moment, and also the goals that you have. And you can put that letter on top of your worksheets. And as you're feeling discouraged, if you are, which if this is your first book, you will. The the excitement that you feel when you first start your project, it wears off when you're working on something that's so long, and that's why a lot of people prefer to work on short stories first, even though short stories are more difficult because you have to choose your words so carefully. So you are going to write yourself this letter. You're going to fill out the worksheets, the free worksheets I told you to go fill out, and you're going to have notes from your previously coherent brain when you get to the part in your project where you feel stuck. And that's part one of how to keep going. Part two has to do with writing accountability. And listen, I get it, okay? I I miss my writing group. We have not met since COVID started because the meeting place where we were going was first of all, it got shut down, and now uh, they wouldn't let us meet in there with as many people as we have because we have too many people to be able to social distance while we're doing our meeting. And so I can't go to my writing group. It makes me sad. Uh, I'm sure that you're in a similar situation if you don't have an online writing group. And if you don't have an online writing group like me, you have a real person, real in-person writing group. Sorry, people online are real. Uh, but you can't go to your in-person group then you should join my writing group on Facebook. If you go to literarysymmetry.com slash FB group, it will automatically redirect you to the the perfect read writing group, which is my writing group. And uh, the great thing about an internet-based writing group in the COVID era is that you can't go meet with your physical writing group But also there's like an instant gratification sort of thing, because you can get help real time when you are feeling stuck, or when you need to ask a question like, does this sound like something that my character would do? Or uh, this setting thing is, I'm stuck, can someone give me some advice? I need an antagonist that can do this, this and this, what kind of profession would do that? Also, I'm feeling super bummed out today. Can someone just send me funny cat memes to get me rolling this morning? So that's the kind of thing that we do in the perfect read writing group. And also uh, I do writing challenges in there that I, I actually do myself, and I'll show you my I'll show you my writing challenge. Uh, and so these are all weapons in our arsenal to defeat not only writer's block, because we talked about how I don't think writer's block is real, and I call it writer's fatigue. But it's not just battling writer's fatigue. It's battling depression and fatigue in general, because it's really rough right now. Uh, I am using my therapy light as I'm doing this podcast, because it started to get cold in Western Pennsylvania. And I'm excited about that because I get to wear my sweater today. But it also means like we have really... Like, we have some of the fewest days of sunshine in the whole world in Greensburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, if you don't believe me, you can surely look that up. Uh, I call it the Manchester of the United States. It's it's even worse than Seattle some years. I'm not even making this up. And uh, so... I think like my first winter here, we had like 22 days of sunshine the whole winter because we get this layer of cloud and it's just gloomy. So I have these therapy lamps uh, all over my house just to keep me in in the good place instead of the bad place, which is also a television reference, which is a very interesting television show. I'm not going to talk about that right now. Jeremy, bear me. But I want you to think about ways that you know will help you, uh, whether it's going for a walk, uh, using a light, a therapy lamp, uh, all these different things to help you deal with the fact that uh, not only is winter coming, that's also another reference to a show I will never watch or books I will never read. Sorry, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, I, I can't, I can't. For a laundry list of reasons, not because I think it's bad writing or anything like that, but just for personal reasons. And so you need to be able to understand, okay, yes, it's winter, but also we're starting to see increases of COVID cases. They've already shut down uh, one local elementary school here. So we just know that things are probably going to get worse before they get better. And I don't say that to scare you or discourage you, but just to prepare yourself with coping mechanisms so that you can get through this winter. And one of the coping mechanisms I would love to see you use is our support writing group, uh, where we help each other, we encourage each other, and you can get real-time feedback. So that's something that you should definitely do. And if you're not going to join my writing group, That's fine, but please join some kind of group. Please make friends with someone on Twitter. Do something where there's an actual person, human being, who is asking you how your story's going and if you've written anything this week. And, you know, you can be really realistic with your goals, but you need to tell your goals to someone so that you have that accountability because that will encourage you to keep going when you might otherwise not have a reason to keep going. That's what I do. I have... I have goals, I always have a weekly goal, I have a daily goal, I have monthly goals, and I have annual goals. I am like a serial goal person, but it helps me. And also I do this thing where once I've done something on my list, I write down that I've done it. Otherwise, I feel like I haven't done anything all day. And I get sad, I get the sads. So you should definitely try to start implementing these things. Try to use the worksheets. Write yourself a letter from, you know, write a letter to your future self and uh, join a writing group or join my writing group and get the support you need in setting your goals and actually uh, working to achieve them. In the next class, we're going to talk about world building, which I'm really excited because I get to not only talk about world building and setting, but I'm also going to tell you about the Panverse, which is my own personal uh, world of things that I love. (laughs) And that's what we do as authors is we make places and characters that we love and who we love. So I'm excited to talk about that. And then we'll do one more class in the Writing 101 series to wrap things up and to give you an actual challenge that you will be able to work on whether you're going to apply it uh, to life in general, or you're gearing up for NaNoWriMo, because that's coming quick, y'all. So I'm excited to continue this journey with you in the next episode. And until then, it's never too late to write the story of your heart. This has been Kristen on the Expensive Words podcast, pouring out my heart for you, my wonderful listener. If there's any question you want to ask me, if there's anything you want to tell me, you can go to ExpensiveWords.com or you can find me on Instagram at Kristen.N.Spencer. And I would love to hear your wonderful writing thoughts from your amazing writing brain. Happy writing.